Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Once again, we're going to be addressing a pretty mature kind of topic as we get into having the talk with your children. So press pause if that's going to be awkward for you or put the earbuds in. Uh, Maybe listen later. Um, Sadly, recent studies have found that many children are exposed to pornography as early as age 8. And 93% of boys see some sort of porn before they turn 18. Um, It feels like it's probably going to be closer to actually 100%, Danny, but those are some sobering statistics and a good reminder that you have to be proactive in today's culture in talking about sexuality with your kids. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He's a licensed clinical social worker and heads up our parenting department here at Focus on the Family. And today, we've got some advice for when you should start having those talks with your kids about sexuality. And to help, let's go ahead and hear a portion of a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Danny and Jesse Manassian. You know, I think it was Corey Tim Boom, actually, who made this comment about her dad. And she had some questions about, you know, sexuality at an early age. And he had just come home from a trip and had his luggage by the door. And he said to her, hey, could you go ahead and carry my luggage up the stairs? But she was too young and not strong enough to do that. And so she struggled and wasn't able to get it up the stairs. And he said, honey, that's kind of like the question you've just asked me. Mm. Um, mm. You're not quite strong enough emotionally yet to have that talk. Mm. But we will have it as soon as you're ready. Mm. And uh, in the meantime, we can talk about it in different ways. I thought that was really an interesting way to give that child, well, Corey Tim Boone in this case, if I'm recollecting that correctly, but to give them some structure about, you know, it is a six, seven year old. This is a heavy topic and it's a lot of weight and you can't carry it by yourself. I like that preface, don't you? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that Starting at nine is is a very good place to start, which we're that's where we're starting with this product. But you can even start eight, seven, starting to talk about the messages that kids are getting about who who they are, their body. Uh, at around the age of nine, the the brain begins to really come in contact with the fact that other people have thoughts too that could be out of completely out of my control and maybe judging me in a certain way. And a lot of insecurities and vulnerabilities start to build for kids where they become very insecure about who they are. And with that insecurity, you start to use potentially sexuality to get affirmation. And, and that mm. can become dangerous at 11, 12, where we're seeing kids become sexually active now in our culture. And the first stages of exposure to pornography as, uh, mm-hmm. as we know, is around the age of eight. Mm-hmm. And so kids are getting messages around sexuality, and we need to enter as parents and be the go-to resource on sexuality and, and what that means, not being afraid of the word. Yeah. In fact, a key message in launch that you've created with Focus is uh, for parents and preteens to know what voices you're listening to. Mm -hmm. And I like the concept that you're including the parents in this, because parents, too, we have blind spots, and we let the culture speak to us, even as Christian parents, in ways that we need to be probably more mindful. Mm -hmm. So what were you getting at? Know whose voices you're listening to. Well, I'd say the question I like to ask my kids is, who gets a vote? Who gets a vote in saying who you are and what's valuable? Who gets that uh, influence in your life. And social media is filled with what is called now influencers. And so I, I think a great conversation to have with kids is, 
is asking them who has the greatest influence, impact on your beliefs, your perceptions, your filter that you have, especially about who you are. When you look in the mirror, who gets a vote in saying who you are? Okay, so smart kids are going to mm-hmm. say, oh, you do, Dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're telling me the truth at that point, but they're saying what I want to hear. Uh, right. So how do you dig a little deeper in a gentle way that doesn't put them on defensive but gets to their heart? I would say do ob- make observations. When you see them with your friends, you can say, hey, you know what? Here's an observation. I noticed that when these certain friends came, you kind of changed. You changed who you are. You were shifting something for them. And what was that about? Help me understand you better. Mm, That's good. And helping them develop self-awareness of what they're doing, adjusting, because sometimes they may not even know. You know, I think there's a lot of wisdom in what we've heard, especially what Jim was saying there. You don't want to overwhelm a child who's too young to understand everything. And Danny, you referenced uh, that kind of perspective last time. On the other hand, we don't want to wait too long, though, to tell our kids. And I'm suspecting, Danny, that there are parents who just wait, and then it's like, uh, well, whatever. So give us some advice for how to start the conversation, especially if we feel like, uh, it really needs to happen soon. (laughs) We want to start from a young age with little kids teaching them about their body and being comfortable with the body they've been given, Uh, talking about... Uh, what it means to for people to have space around them and to respect that. If you're too close to someone or you're in their space, learning to be able to step away from that. Now, I remember one time uh, walking in the mall with, uh, with my son, Alex, when he was uh, close to eight years old, and we were walking by the, uh, the store Victoria's Secret, hmm. and I turned away, and I was telling him, hey, we're going to look this way. And he said, why, why would we look this way? And I got to have a great conversation. I said, this is about training our eyes to look in the right direction because we want to train our souls to, 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 to form uh, in, in a way that's a gift to someone else. And you'll mm-hmm. get to learn all about this as we go along, Alex. And he said, okay. So he just modeled what I did. But the curiosity of an eight-year-old is going to want to know why are we turning away, yeah. right? So I wanted to observe what he did. And so he glanced over. And I could tell he, he looked away. And then as we walked a little further, I said, what did you notice when you looked? And he didn't know I saw him look and peek. He said, I felt tingly, Dad. And I said, that's exactly it. There's a reaction in your body to certain pictures. And you need to know that. And this is a woman that has dressed a certain way to create a response in you, to pull you into something, to sell you something. But it's not for you to, to enter in and you get to make decisions as a young man to guard your mind and your eyes yeah. for your wife. And so these conversations that are down the road, he'll understand them along the way, but I need to set the table for those conversations mm-hmm. from the beginning because yeah. he'll be able to reference back, oh, that makes sense now. As he gets older and he gets into the preteen years and teen years, as he becomes more interested in dating and understands the application of those feelings. Yeah, if I could draw an analogy, it's you're not going to wake up one day and say, oh, my child is almost 11 or 12. I better build a house right now <laughs> right. And, and have this huge conversation with all the complexities. Better to just lay the foundation brick after brick yeah. and build up toward the, look, here's the big picture that we've been talking about all these years. And yeah. you know, I remember, as to the question about when your kids are ready, uh, when my youngest was about 10... He was being exposed to some stuff at school, and mm-hmm. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to have to really drill in these next 
several years to help him navigate some of what he's already experienced and seen. And uh, I remember telling some friends uh, on a board I was a part of, I'm going to have to resign and step back because my son really needs me these next few years. And Mm -hmm. I haven't regretted that decision ever. Um, And we had that talk uh, about a year earlier for him than I did to his older brothers just because of where he was at. So Mm. be a student of your child. Danny Huerta said that time and again (laughs) here on this podcast. Be a student of your child. See where they're at. Pay attention to where their eyes are going, Mm. what they're thinking about, and step in and be proactive. And John, I would say that the talk begins with how you model your relationship with your spouse, Mm. how you show respect and affection in your own marriage, and also how you handle you, how you show respect for other people with your eyes, your hands, how you manage your body, how you talk about your body. If you're obsessed with exercise because you're needing to have some type of affirmation because of your body, you're sending a message to your children on what you value there. So begin to think about how am I handling my body, my conversation around that? How am I handling the way I treat people with my eyes, with who I am, and also my spouse? That's where it begins. Excellent advice, and for more great insights from Danny and others, check out our Launch into the Teen Years curriculum. There are six video sessions to watch and to uh, discuss with your preteen or teenager, covering topics like relationships, social media, and sexuality. And we have an opportunity for you to see a free episode online, and then I'm going to ask you to consider donating to the Ministry of Focus on the Family so we can continue to produce resources and have podcasts like this one. Uh, Help us cover the cost of making great tools like these with a gift today of $60 to the ministry, and we'll say thank you by sending that Launch into the Teen Years kit to you. Meanwhile, sign up to receive the preview and learn more or donate and get the kit, you can click on the episode notes or call 800, the letter A, and the word family. Well, next time we're going to hear from Dr. David Clark sharing advice for keeping your marriage on track, even in the midst of stressful parenting. I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for listening today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.